only available at Piano Crafts, so visit Piano Crafts today behind Red Lobster in Springfield. It's What the Hill? What? I understood that reference. The latest happenings on Capitol Hill with Elijah Harshow contributor Joel Cannon on KWTO. I love What the Hill Wednesday. I love being in the studio. It's always fun to have a chance to make fun of our government. And But first, I got to say, I think a lot of what's going on on the Hill today is conversation about last night in the election. And Elijah, you know, the eternal optimist, he thinks this was a good thing for us. Uh, maybe it was a wake-up call, but, you know, I have several friends that live in Virginia. I used to live in Virginia. And I woke up this morning thinking, the liberal media wants to make this about abortion, but it's not. But I talked to several of my friends in Virginia, and apparently the ads that were being run were, um, you know, when you take the extreme Democrat position and the extreme Republican position, which I don't think is extreme because I am extremely pro-life. Um, but if you give voters a choice of like all abortions are legal or no abortion is legal, you know, they, they tend to trend towards the Democrat side, especially I think in the nineties, that wasn't the case, but now it is. And, um, there was an ad that was run in Kentucky about a, a girl who was raped by her stepfather. And so this ad was explosive. And, you know, I was thinking the House, the Republicans in the House have, it's been like a complete disaster. Nobody is, nobody thinks Republicans can lead or that we have an agenda, you know, and then all the people with the most money won. So that was kind of my thinking. But, um, you know, you're run-of-the-mill rural voter, I don't think they're paying attention to what's going on in the House. So I think that, um, you know, I think the Republican Party has a very uphill battle coming up in the next few months. And the weird part is there's so much of a hyper-focus on the abortion issue in political campaigns. But when you work on the Hill, as I did, you realize there are very few, few votes that Congress takes that are actually related to this issue. So um, when I moved there, I was 20 years old. I knew I was pro-life. I was pro-gun and I loved, you know, I loved my country. And I thought, okay, sign me up. I'm going to work on the social issues. But somebody was already in the office I was hired in. Somebody was already working on social issues. So somebody else said to me, well, why don't you learn the budget? Because you'll be involved in every single battle we have, including the pro-life battles when it comes to is the government funding abortion or not. Um, but if you do social issues, you really won't be involved that much because we don't vote on those issues very often, which was fantastic career advice. Um, and, it, and it did turn out to be true that the budget covers every area. So I got to be involved in a ton of fights. Um, however, I always say, you know, the debt doubled while I was there and I didn't feel like I accomplished much and I've kind of come full circle to, to really being focused on. And while I think the debt is important and I think that our, you know, trillion dollars, $30 trillion in debt is a national security threat, you know, at the end of the day, I still think the most important thing that we can do is defend life, right? That is in the constitution. Um, so but it is disappointing because there's a lot, um, a lot of rhetoric and a lot of 
ads and focus on that issue during campaigns um, whenever the people that we're electing are not really even voting on those issues that often. And it certainly is important when it comes to who wins the White House and who nominates Supreme Court judges. Um, you know, the Supreme Court is making life-altering decisions, and their decision to reverse Roe v. Wade has saved thousands and thousands of babies, for sure. But that is a what-the-hell side note. <laughs> the topic today is my favorite. We're going to go back to it. Government-funded COVID virus. So we've talked about this before. Fauci's NIH funds, they have spent years and years and years funding risky research that actually would infect bats and other animals with viruses as part of, it's called gain-of-function research. So um, basically, you know, use taxpayer money, make give these bats COVID and flu and everything else and then you know figure out oh how how can we fix this issue well at one point even obama said this is too risky uh you know we're putting our own citizens at risk with taxpayer funding with this risky research we're going to stop doing it um but they started it up again and there is a new report that came out this week about um government sponsored research infecting bats with a SARS-like virus in 2018. This was part of their work with the Wuhan Institute, um, where which was basically the institute that covered up the co- you know the cover covered COVID, the COVID cover-up scandal. Um, so a bunch of federal money went to researchers who were infecting bats with SARS. And Senator Joni Ernst from Iowa and our very own Senator Eric Schmidt from Missouri sent a letter today to the National Institute of Health demanding to learn more about the risky research that was carried out at Rocky Mountain Laboratories, which is a lab in Montana. Their letter basically says, look, there's no room for error when it comes to this. We just shut the whole country down for like two years because of a research mishap that was funded by the government. Oh, and then covered up by the government. So they list out 10 questions. For the NIH to answer, including how many living bats are currently being housed at these laboratories, how many future experiments are planned, um, you know, are they going to continue to conduct gain-of-function research, how many of the bats currently have, um, how many are currently infected, what is the risk of those getting out, where are these lab animals coming from, are they, are we importing these bats and other lab animals from other countries? You know, and I think, well, it'll be interesting to see if NIH will respond, but their letter talked about how the lab had previously reported a number of protocol breaches, including they had a mouse that was infected with Ebola and it escaped from its cage, roamed free for a day and a half, and it was around unauthorized people, including a child. And it was found wandering near their primate facility. In other words, the labs got a facility that has gorillas and other primates. And this Ebola-infected rat is running around, um, courtesy of you and me. Our taxpayer dollars are paying for this. Um, you know, the, the big article came out last week where 
under you know under Fauci's leadership, they've given money to these Chinese labs, which basically, as we know now, sparked the COVID nineteen pandemic. But to scroll back a little bit, in 2018, at the Rocky Mountain, the Rocky Mountain researchers infected 12 Egyptian fruit bats. They had gotten these particular bats from a quote shady roadside Maryland zoo. So we go to Maryland, which. You know, there's not a lot going on in Maryland. They get these 12 bats. They inject them with a SARS virus, which is called the, v, the W1V1 coronavirus, to study its behavior and what it does in these bats. They ship the virus from the Wuhan lab, which is the same one that the FBI has told us, this is where COVID came from, this lab. Um you know, this, this Rocky Mountain Laboratory, it's been around since 1928. It's in Montana. It's supposed to be a state-of-the-art biomedical research facility. Um, who knows how many millions and millions and millions of dollars that they've gotten. But this particular study is a $125 million study. They're building a new lab. You know, it's concerning, very concerning. And I have to say, I'm really proud of our own Senator Eric Schmidt for partnering with Joni to take on, you know, an oversight role that few people in Washington, D.C. are willing to take on. I know people are tired of hearing about COVID. And I guess the question is, you know, does it matter? Does it matter that they're doing this? Yes, it does. This is present day. They're still doing it. They have multiple, never mind the animal rights violations that the liberals supposedly care about. But what happens when one of these bats or one of these rats escapes outside the facility, infects cows hanging out in Montana, it gets in the food supply, and then everybody starts getting sick again. And then the government is like, you can't eat meat or you can't leave your house because there's, you know, rats running around or bats flying around that are infected with some random new strain of Ebola, you know, and I don't know why we're, you know, we're spending hundreds of billions of dollars a year to combat this stuff. And yet we can't control it. We can't contain it. We can't keep track of it. Guess what? This is the same problem that we talk about every year, every week on what the hill we're spending hundreds of billions of dollars on our F-35s. We don't know how many we have. We don't know where they are. We're spending hundreds of billions of dollars on government programs that pay out benefits to dead people, people in prison, people in prison and felons who don't even qualify. Again, the government's so big, we can't keep track of it. And it's really only through these type of oversight efforts that um, we can hold them accountable and hope to see some transparency. Don't have a good solution for this yet. I'm looking forward to seeing if the NIH responds. And, you know, it'd be great if they would put some new protocols in place. But again, this laboratory has already violated the current protocols. So who knows if that will work. But um, something to keep on your radar. <laughs> Don't invite any bats into your house. <laughs> and uh, next up, we're going to snake draft. Wait, what are we snake drafting? I already forgot. Oh, bucket, bucket, list. bucket list items. Bucket list items. The best kind of animal to have in your house is a snake. Yeah. Yes. 
I will not be snake drafting. I want to go to the Wuhan virus. Instant.